passing live this life, but son, we don't see shade. She caught my eye, man, make my wife. I know she wanna be saved. Yo, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new mini series. Not mini series, brand new series. Welcome yes. to Under the Lights, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to YouTube, John. Oh, We've yeah. Been, John and I have had this in very, very long talks about going to youtube and when we are going to do it and then spotify decided you know what you lose your ad money you're like you know what it's time that we go to youtube so we didn't we thought you know what let's make under the lights the first official youtube video so welcome to under the lights this is a series where we're basically going to talk for an hour about anything whether it be football basketball hockey baseball ufc boxing or if you want to know john's favorite taylor swift song so <laughs> we're gonna to get to that but it's gonna be about an hour just of us john me and john and whoever joins us talking having a good time uh you can always submit questions we'll always have a thing for you to submit questions every i don't know when we'll do it but we'll have a thing uh and if you want to watch us and actually talk and see us talk and actually see what our rooms look like, I guess. And if you do, that's a little bit weird, but whatever. <laughs> um, Can't but, really see my room, but. <laughs> and see what John and I talk about and do crazy, stupid stuff off on camera that you can't really see on any other thing but this will only be a monday tuesday uh sorry a monday a wednesday and a friday thing and i know what you're thinking carlin this got uploaded on a tuesday which did get uploaded on a tuesday that's because we have a short week this week in college because john is coming home yay so This is why this is going to get uploaded on a Tuesday. Hopefully, the goal is recorded every Sunday night. Um, but John and I yeah. had business to take care of with uh, the Steeler game. Yeah, we'll figure that out as well, the weeks go on. <laughs> I'm done rattling. John, welcome to Under the Lights. Yes, yes, very exciting. So essentially, how this is going to work, like we said, we want to keep it around an hour or at least like an hour of content and we'll do some extra babbling probably but like carlin said this is on youtube as well as well as our main podcast platforms uh, a little extra access right there like carlin said but we'll get into the topics so we'll spend a certain amount of time on each topic uh, i believe all of these main ones are sports and at the end some of you have submitted questions to us some of you have sent multiple questions to us so we will answer as many questions as possible if we don't answer all of them, uh, they will be saved for the next week's episode, probably. So, yeah, that's what we're going to do. But without further ado, let's get to it. So, the first topic we will talk about. Oh, you and I have been, we've loved talking about this in some of the previous episodes. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. They're kind of a thing at this point. And this past Sunday night. She was at the Jets game, along with some other celebrities. Uh, Hugh Jackman was there, Ryan Reynolds was there, and some other people like well. Riley, Sabrina Carpenter. Yeah, all of them. But it's dominated the sports world. It's been all over the media. So we would talk about it, just that alone. But there is something else I would like to talk about with it, because I found this rather interesting. And the Sunday Night Football game, in general, we'll get to it. As a whole, but Sauce Gardner made an interesting comment. He's the corner for the Jets. He said he implied that the NFL is favoring the Chiefs due to the huge crowd that Taylor Swift has been drawing to the league. He said for sure. mostly mostly everybody agrees that the Jets were screwed last night by the rest, and keeping the Swifties undefeated has been a huge story the NFL has ran with. So Sauce Gardner was very mad about certain play. I'll break down the play briefly. Uh, there was a holding call 
that the referees made late in the game on Sauce Gardner, which uh, negated uh, Patrick Mahomes' interception. And the flag was thrown late, too. It was thrown after, well after the hold and after the ball was intercepted. So, Carlin, let me ask you, do you think the NFL is favoring the Chiefs right now because of the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey stuff? Time and time again, I always say that one play shouldn't determine an outcome of a game. And I think this is still the case and scenario for the Jets with this game. The Jets had many opportunities and couldn't convert on some plays. But also, if you do look, that was not a holding call whatsoever, in my opinion. I think the majority of the world can go. I think even some of the Chiefs fans and players could agree that was not a holding call. Now, is the NFL doing a script for Taylor Swift? <laughs> Who knows? Who honestly knows? The Swifties are exactly 2-0, and like we always say. Ugh. Apparently, seemingly, ranch is now a thing after that viral tweet. <laughs> and I saw something, which just for everyone to know, um, Heinz came up with a thing called seemingly ranch with ketchup and ranch mixed in a bottle. And they're like, wow, Heinz like, is doing something new because of all this. Not to burst your bubble, <laughs> but they did this like three years ago or something <laughs> um but anyways uh yeah it's very like hard to not notice and i was thinking i was like if the jets won this game how do you think the swifties would feel like truthfully because yeah. not to, like it's just looking at stats i guess you can say and if you go ask 100 swifties how many of them actually know what the game of football is going like what's going on in the game of football you know like we watched the new heights podcast and uh jason kelsey was explaining a field goal someone's trying to explain a safety because the uh jets got a safety last night and no one knew what that like so you have to think about like how many of them know but if they keep winning they're like oh taylor's boyfriend's doing really well mahomes had a horrible game last night and Yes, we talked about uh, Daniel Jones having a horrible game against the Cowboys, which he did. Um, and now everyone's like saying, oh, Mahomes had a bad game. Mahomes had a bad game. Mahomes had a bad game. But he did. But they won. So it doesn't really matter. Um, I get Sauce's comments. Yes, I 100% can see his point of view. But also, like, we'll see what happens. There's, what, we're on week five basically now. So there's yeah. 13 more weeks. Maybe, maybe Taylor and Travis won't work out 13 weeks. I hope they do. I love them as a couple, honestly. I really do. It's great for the NFL. It's great for both parties. I'm sure there's a lot of husbands, wives, partners out there who are actually watching football now because their wife is like, oh, Taylor Swift's going to be there. Um, But yeah, uh, I don't know. It's hard to ignore that it's 2-0, and the NFL is just saying everything with Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. So, But Ryan Reynolds was there, and that was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, my quick thoughts before we move on. I do see maybe, just because that play was very uh, strange, I should say, because like the hold happened, and then like three seconds later, after the ball was intercepted, he threw the flag. The referee did. Yeah, not to cut you off, though, real quick. Um, think about it this way, too. If you're an NFL ref uh, and you see, like, a holding call and you really can't tell, you have to consider it, and the play happens so quick, you're going to take at least a good, solid five-second delay reaction to see whether or not you want to call a holding penalty on that. Also, to think about it this way, the Chiefs had a massive... Um, third and 20 there and there was so much holding on that play too yeah i mean controversial i should say controversial i mean i mean when the chiefs are winning i do think it benefits the nfl and for media purposes and the this past sunday night football game had 27 million viewers which is the highest since the super bowl so it is saying something the taylor swift impact but Moving on, similar story. Uh, Zach Wilson outplayed Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he, he outplayed him so good. Yeah, one of the first so times good. that it's ever happened. And I think to the shock of both of us, it happened. But 
there was something else, another interesting thing that happened just on Monday. Uh, Rodney Williams, I believe is his name. I'm going to verify this as I speak. But he was at, it was a post game, and he was interviewing Chris Jones, and he was essentially baiting Chris Jones into saying that uh, Zach Wilson is garbage, essentially. And he he works for NBC, and yeah, it was sad. Uh, hopefully, I got the name right. I'm gonna verify that I got the name right. But do you think, Carlin, that while I verify this, do you think that this game from Zach Wilson is a one-off or signs of something to come? I mean, his offensive line has gone a lot better this season, so I'm hoping it's signs of something to come. Um. I'm not really positive what's going to happen with this Jets team, but honestly, uh, he played great. He really, really did. And it's going to be a one week at a time thing. He has great wide receivers. Now he has a great defense. He could be like a system quarterback with Jimmy G where he's just, eh. um, and he threw new pick, no picks last night. The only person who threw picks was, uh, Patrick Mahomes. So we'll I do want to say something real quick. I said the name wrong, not, Rodney Williams. Rodney Harrison was the name. And I'll get to what he said in a second. But uh keep going. Yeah, no. Um he played great. Rodney Williams. Uh Harrison. Yeah. Harrison. Sorry, you did change that. Yeah, Rodney Harrison. Yeah. yeah, no. It's way too early in the season to judge Sack Wilson how he'll do this year. If we're week sixteen and this was like a one good game, then maybe, you know, but this is week four. Let's see what happens. He's got a bunch of things, and who knows? Could be a little light for the Jets. And I posted a TikTok on it last night. So that TikTok Solid. did that TikTok did really well. So if you're not following us on TikTok, make sure you go follow us on TikTok. Help us exactly. out exactly. But yeah, in terms of uh, Rodney Harrison, I'm sorry I said Rodney Williams earlier, but he was essentially. I mean. When you're a media personality and like you're on a post game for NBC, you can't just go out and say like this guy's garbage and stuff like that. He was baiting Chris Jones and he lit- Zach Wilson outplayed Patrick Mahomes. So from Harrison, that was pretty low. I'm not going to lie. And I wouldn't be shocked if he's fired. But yeah, I mean, Zach Wilson, this is a stepping stone game in a way you want to. Same thing with Justin Fields. I know we're not going to talk much about Fields because we did an episode on that situation, but you at least hope that when they have a good game like this, that they can improve going forward, get some confidence because Wilson and Fields have both been struggling this season. And I think this week was very much needed for both those quarterbacks, but moving on to another sport and me and Devin Anderson, who was a guest speaker on Inside the Dome last week. Uh, we talked to NBA for about an hour. Uh, shout out to his podcast, Fire Sports Takes Pod. And go back and listen to that episode as well. But we were talking NBA and specifically the Damian Lillard trade that happened. That's what we started off with. And one of the key players in that trade was Drew Holiday, who was traded to the Trailblazers. And we were talking about in that episode how, or at least the possible places where Drew Holiday could go next if the Trailblazers send him somewhere else. And I'm not sure if we said the Celtics or not, but that is what happened just recently. Drew Holiday was traded to the Celtics. And he joins Jason Tatum. He joins Jalen Brown, Porzingis, who they also just added recently. And the Celtics are trying to build a legitimate team that can potentially win a championship after they lost badly in the playoffs last year. I believe it was to the Heat, if I'm not mistaken, that they lost to. Yes, but, it was to the Heat. It was the Heat okay. in seven, and they were like, the Heat was three. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember. And they yeah. came back, okay. and they lost. I remember that. That game seven, they almost blew it. But, yeah, the Celtics rebuilt in a way. They're trying to compete. With the Bucks, who at least in the East, where the Bucks got Damian Lillard, so 
Carlin, you're a Celtics fan, technically. How? Con- yeah, yeah, you, you say you are. I got a jersey. I have a jersey now. I will you be do. wearing it. When is the Celtics' first home game? When is the, when is the Celtics it's soon. Yeah, it's October. Same thing with hockey. Yeah. yeah, and we'll get to hockey in a bit. But, Carlin, are you confident in the Celtics team? Do you think they can make a run? Do they really play right now? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, this is preseason. Uh, they start October 25th. Will they make a run? I think they will. I mean, so not last year, but the following year. No, this year they had the one seed. The following year, I can't remember. I don't think they had the one seed. I think they had the two seed and the Heat had the one seed. But the Celtics did make it to the final year. The finals the following year. Um, and they lost to Golden State. Yes, sir. So salty about that. <laughs> Even though I did not watch a single game of the NBA Finals. But I hope Drew Holiday is good. I'm assuming he's a great player. Yeah, he is. He's okay. He was one of the key contributors to the Bucks, I would say. So watching a majority of the Eastern Conference Finals, was it? Yeah. Look at me using basketball terms today. Hey, you, that a Carla. boy. That a boy. We'll get you up to speed. <laughs> um, yeah. And that Eastern Conference Finals, Boston was so quiet. So, so quiet. And you lost to the seven seed Miami Heat. Um, which that Miami Heat team was really, really underrated. Um, from going to one to seven last year makes absolute no sense. And I mean, granted, you can't watch every NBA game; you can only watch certain ones. But, um, yeah, I think this will definitely improve them this year. I'm hoping they're going to win. I don't know how they are uh, favored it to win the whole thing. I don't know the odds are. I'm assuming the Nuggets are favored to rerun the whole thing just because they just won it, and the Nuggets team with uh, Jokic is really, really good. But I'm hoping Drew Holiday will get this team back to where they belong. And, yeah, hey, they have the most wins in NBA history, correct? Or they're one of the most wins. I would not be more able to confirm Lakers that. Them? Who has that more, them or the Lakers? Um, but, yeah. Very good anyway. <laughs> Anyways, those are my little thoughts. Um. But yeah, hopefully this helps us out. John, what are your thoughts? I do like Drew Holiday going there. They need another good piece. They lost Marcus Smart. I just said a lot of my thoughts on the Celtics in the NBA episode I did with Devin. So make sure to listen to that. But yeah, Drew Holiday, he's no longer with the Trailblazers, so I'm very happy for him. But uh, moving on. Boston, uh, do you got something? Boston and LA are tied at 17. Wow. Okay. I like it. Um, now, moving on, and this is something you and I love to talk about every single week, and we'll have another episode. Horns up, it. baby, horns up. Okay, I didn't even ask my question yet. Uh, so, <laughs> college football was very fun. We're going to have a whole episode on that. It's going to drop Thursday instead of Friday this week. But, yeah, a lot of action. So, Coraline, let me ask you, what was the biggest moment in college football last week that you would say? Notre Dame scoring on that final drive of theirs to win the game. I couldn't watch much of college football, and we'll get into the reason why um, this week, mainly just because, actually, no, we really don't talk about the games. Um, basically, uh, as you guys know, and if you don't know, I'm an electrician. And I, yeah, I am. And I changed services out, and we were changing my service at my house, actually. So I cannot watch any of the games until the Notre Dame game and the Duke game. And I think the biggest two moments were Notre Dame marching down that field and scoring uh, to prove that they're still a top dog. And then Duke's quarterback going down on their last play, fumbling the ball and getting injured, which is so sad to see that that happened on the last play. And kudos to uh, Notre Dame's quarterback. I can't think of his name. Sam Hunt. Is it Sam? No, it's not Sam Hunt. Sam Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman. Sam Hunt is a country artist. Um, Sam Hartman, kudos to him for waiting for uh, Duke's quarterback to come out of the tent uh, after getting injured and stuff, even though it was a long time after the final play ended. But yeah, honestly, Notre Dame marching down that field and scoring that touchdown was probably the biggest play of the whole entire week. What about you, John? What did you think? Was it Rocky Top winning? or? No, or I got Texas pick. winning. Horns up, baby. Horns up. It's neither because first off, we'll get. I'll get into the Texas game. I think they got an easy way out. We'll get to that on Thursday. But 
For me, I would say WVU because that's my team, but I got to see the ending to the LSU versus Mississippi game. And very exciting game. I was wrong in this prediction. I picked LSU, but honestly, this game could have went either way. And I mean, it was very, very exciting. Uh, Mississippi scored. LSU was driving for that final touchdown. I mean, it was close. There were penalties. I mean, it was just what you would want to see in a uh, college football game. The, it was extremely high scoring. I don't have the final score uh, written down right now, but it was very high scoring. It was very exciting the last couple minutes. And it, I think that game really is just the definition of college football, honestly. I mean, just two ranked teams going at it. It's probably one of the games of the year, I would say. 55-49. to Fifty, yeah, exactly. Fifty-five to forty-nine. That is crazy to think about, and just a fantastic game. And yeah, it was, I think, one of the best moments from last week in college football. But we will get into all of college football and previewing the upcoming week in Thursday's episode. So make sure, to stay yeah. With to that, with that being said, um, college football and this week in the NFL will be the other YouTube videos this week. So make sure you stay tuned for those. Um, like we yes. said, John is coming home, and that's why those videos will be formatted on a Wednesday and Thursday, just FYI. Yes. Yes, thank you for the update. But moving on to more news, switching to another sport. It's been a while since we talked about this sport. Uh, NHL, the season is coming closer and closer, starting. and. October 10th. I'm very excited. Yeah, October 10th. I am very excited to start doing NHL content. My ideal scenario is is that we talk about a weekly or something like that, if we can fit it into our busy schedules. But the NHL season is underway. Uh, recent news, uh, Trevor Zegras, who was the cover athlete for the previous NHL game, NHL 23, I believe it was, uh, he was on the cover. He just got extended by the Ducks. Little short-term deal, three years, five point seven five million off the top of my head. Uh, he didn't have a bad season with the Ducks. Then again, the Ducks are not a good team at all. I really feel for John Gibson there. He's from Pittsburgh. Never played for the Penguins, but there were rumors that he could get to the Penguins. Uh, he's their goalie. But yeah, the Ducks made a move, but Carlin, the season is underway, and you went to a Penguins preseason game, am I right? I did go to a Penguin preseason game. Uh, DK Metcalf just caught an amazing touchdown, by the way, thrown by Geno Smith. Anyways, uh, wow. Monday Night Football is on right now. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, I did go to a preseason game. Me and my sister went to a preseason game. Very, very boring. Um, boring. There were big moments, I'm not going to lie, but they went to shootout, actually. <laughs> there was a shootout in the preseason. We we won. We won. That was a doubleheader in the preseason. We won that game. Um, but preseason is just so boring. Uh, I would never go to a preseason game. Like I would personally never buy tickets to go to a preseason game. Um, the only reason I went is because Alina wanted to go, and I was like, fine, we'll go. <laughs> but um, same thing with the Steelers, except I get that. So anyways, um, yeah, it's coming back. It's going to be exciting. October 10th, the Pens kick off their season, and I will be there. Me and my sister will be kicking off the season with one another. It's going to be very exciting. We're going to be up in the nosebleeds, but honestly, there's no bad seat in hockey. That big scoreboard, though. That big scoreboard in PPG Paints Arena. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna experience that um in December when we go to see Travis Scott. We are seeing Travis Scott. We are seeing Travis arena. Scott. We are Very excited. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I am excited to, for hockey season to kick off. Hockey season, like Orleans Colts coming around up here in the north, which isn't always the best, but you know. Hockey is always a fun sport to watch, and once football dies down, it's all eyes and ears on hockey. So, yeah, it NHL is. is getting ready to kick off. The Pens are actually playing right now in Nova Scotia, I think it is, up in Canada. So, yeah, a little fun. Don't ask me. So, uh, 
Yeah, I'm excited too. Uh, in terms of the Penguins, uh, they have optimism. I would say I don't know if they're going to have Jake Gensel start the season. I will say that, but I did a Penguins episode a long time ago, back in like June or July. So make sure to go listen to that episode too. And I kind of broke down all the top free agent signings and trades in the NHL. That was a long time ago, but make sure to check out that episode too. But right now, the defending Stanley Cup champions are the Vegas Golden Knights. They beat the Florida Panthers. And Vegas is looking to repeat. Will it happen? I don't know. I don't see Vegas Pens. as a team. Pens? I'll get to Pens in a second. Um, I don't see Vegas as a team that's built to repeat. But I did really like their season. And I like... I think they're just very consistent. Consistent. They got Bruce Cassidy as their head coach. Very good head coach. He came from Boston. Boston, I think, is a team that's going to regress. They lost Patrice Bergeron, their captain. So I think they're going to regress a bit as a team. Won't be as dominant as they were last season. But the Penguins, I think they're a playoff team. We'll set it there. I like the moves they've made to an extent. Uh, They're trying to fix up the Ron Hextall mess. And it's going to take time. I'm not going to lie. But Sidney Crosby's back. Malkin's back. Tanger's back. So there's hope for the Penguins team. And we'll get Gensel's practicing. Eric Carlson's practicing. Eric Carlson, too. Can't forget about him. Oh, my God. I'm just proud about Our window is closing. I think you and I cannot deny that. But if any time's now, it's now. So we'll see. Um, Also, I am going to try to get my sister on the podcast. She's always talked about coming on. And I was like, I think hockey would be the perfect one to get you on with. So I'm going to try to get her on hockey. So, so a sister of mine, if you're listening to this, let me know. Better be listening. <laughs> Better be listening. Sister uh, of mine. Sister of mine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, hockey. I can't wait for it. And we'll be talking more about it, more beyond Under the Lights. So we'll get its own episode soon. But moving wow. on, another sport. Wow. The MLB. Wow. And you're going to carry this segment a bit. But yes, sir. The Who's MLB in the playoffs? season. Who's in the playoffs? Don't ask me. Uh, <laughs> this is why you're here. And the season's almost done, right? Season's almost done, essentially. Season's over. Season's over? Okay. Postseason That's... starts. I don't know wow. when. Okay, so look Yesterday at... ended. It ended yesterday, or two days ago, technically, for when this is... Sunday. Uh, Okay, and then it ended Sunday. The Pirates finished 76 and 86 below 500. But is that technically an improvement? They went 60 and 100 last year. Okay, that's an improvement. Mace, massive improvement. Or they went 62 and 100, whatever it was. Yeah, massive improvement. Um, And honestly, there were a lot of games we should have won. It was the bullpen. I think we were being the Yankees twice, and we lost to the Yankees twice because our bullpen wasn't that great. I think Betnar blew a game, too, I'm pretty sure, which Betnar has blown a lot more games towards the end of the season. And there are games we've hit, 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 and then we just couldn't get any pitching done. Our hitting is great. Um, it could be It's spotty at times, but normally it's a one or two hit a game. We rarely get shut out in that, which is good, which is really, really good. Um, next year you get O'Neill Cruz back. Kutch will most likely resign with us. Um, and then you also think about it. Um, you bring up Skeens next year because Skeens is going to get brought up. Keller get a couple pitchers and trading. Honestly, we may have a wild card team next year. And I don't okay. know about you, but I'm excited for Pirate Baseball to actually have decent again next year. Hopefully, I wish I wish I could uh, be as excited. As Here's you, what's gonna happen. Here. Here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna go to the gonna playoffs. Happen. John's gonna text me. Can't believe we're going back to the playoffs, man. I don't have the special thing to watch it, but it's gonna be on Fox, so I'll be able to watch it. John turns it on. It's the one elimination game. We lose twenty to nothing. <laughs> you know that's gonna happen, dude. You know that's gonna happen. Have faith. Have faith in our home team. Root, root, root for our home team. Uh, 
Uh, real quick, I just want to ask you. So before we move on to some of the bonus topics that we got, uh, looking at the teams that are actually in the playoffs, uh, you got the Braves, the Dodgers, the Brewers, Phillies. Ugh, the Phillies. Ugh. Uh, Miami. Sorry, wow, Miami made it. Uh, they Arizona did. made it. Arizona wow. did make it. Yeah, there's a Baltimore. lot of teams that haven't made it. Baltimore had over 100 wins this year. Yeah, the 101 and 61. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Houston Astros, Minnesota, uh, Tampa Bay, Texas, and Toronto. Wow, the Yankees didn't make it. Wow, falling off. But Carlin, out of all those teams, if you had to make a prediction of who's going to win it all, who do you got? Who is going to win it all? That's honestly a great question. Here's who I would love to win it all. I would love for Baltimore to win it all. Here's why. Because I think Baltimore is just a fun team this year from being one of the worst to the best. It's just crazy to go from, I don't know how many wins they got last year, to go to 100 is insane. However, Acuna went 40-70. and 70. He made the 40-70 club. He founded the 40-70 club this year. Do you know what the 40-70 club is? Explain to me. The 40-70 club is 40 home runs and 70 stolen bases in the season. Okay. So that's like what? 110. There's 120 games. So he did one at least each game. Wow. It's pretty insane. Um, But I think the Braves are going to win it all, truthfully. I don't think the Phillies are winning it. I don't think Houston's going to win it. But Texans are a fun team this year as well. Arizona's a fun team. Miami's a fun team. Uh, the Pirates should have beat Miami. Um, but yeah, I want to hear your little thoughts about just looking at the teams real oh. quick. Who, looking at the teams <laughs> real quick, because I want to talk about one more thing about baseball. But looking at the okay. teams real quick, who would you want to see to win the World Series? I'm okay. not saying who, who you think's going to okay. win, but who do you want to see? Better question. That's a better question, because I would not be able to give you a legit answer. Uh, I'd say Tampa Bay. Uh, I Tampa, believe they Tampa's still have... never won. Okay. Uh, I would like to see. I mean, I just I'll always remember the Pirates trade that we sent to them. Uh, Glassnow, and Austin Meadows for Chris Archer. I will never forget that trade. So I'd like to see Tampa Bay win once the race. I'd like to see yeah. them win once. So. Yeah. For some pirates logic right there, that is why you I would like win. to see them win. Yeah, but um, and also oh, you got my, something else. Yeah, there's two more things I want to talk about. Okay, uh, me and my buddies. <laughs> For the people watching on YouTube or to listening to wherever you listen to your podcast, that's one of the things John and I do. John and I would just go up to the mic right at Lego. Okay. And uh, normally it just sounds fine to you guys, but <laughs> since him and I can always see each other, it's just hysterical. Um, yeah. uh, me and my one buddy are big baseball fans, and I think at the end of this season completely, after the playoffs and all that, I think we are going to go through. We're going to break down everything of what happened, uh, make it a little bit of a longer episode, and just talk about baseball for a little bit and going into next year. Um, Very good. And then the other thing I want to talk about, I don't want to talk about it too, too long, but I want to talk about my home plate experience because I feel oh, like yeah. everyone growing up watching a baseball game and you've never sat behind home plate. The one thing you've always wanted to do is I want to sit behind home plate. I want to sit behind home plate. I want to sit behind home plate. So once the Pirates were completely eliminated, me and my buddy started talking about going to a game behind home plate. Didn't think it was going to happen this year. I was like, all right, I'm going to one more game this year. It's going to be this Friday night. And then I was like, I have the ballpark thing, so I can go to any game I want to. It's like 30 bucks a month. It's like the best thing you can do. I think every team has it. Um, I want to get two passes for next year and just go to as many more baseball games as I want. So I was already going. That was already confirmed. But I was looking, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go look at home plate tickets. And I did, and I was like, this is so bad of me to do right now. But I bought home plate tickets. I'm so thankful that I was in, able in a position to do it. I used my own money. Um, I worked hard for it. I work every single day of my life, basically, except Sundays right now because of football. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we decided to go behind home plate. 
and dude let me tell you sitting by home late was an amazing experience we showed up a little bit late um there was a whole buffet there's a whole buffet i think the things open two hours before so you can see everyone bat before the game starts um there's a whole buffet though it's up to an hour after first pitch and this is just at pirate games i don't know how it is at every game and then you go down you go make a left and you go into this little area and there's free uh hot dogs pretzels popcorn peanuts cracker jack nachos unlimited free soda free water the only thing you had to pay for was alcohol but they had a whole bar Mm -hmm. there so you could go to the bar and then you would go to your seats right and i have i had no idea how any of this worked me and my buddy are there like what are we doing (laughs) like normal common sense to me it's like when i see food somewhere i like i don't know like if there's food sitting out at home i'm gonna use my hand and grab it um and then my buddy's like uh you're supposed to use a nintendo and he's like you can tell we're not supposed to be here i was like yeah you can tell um but anyways we walk out to our seats and you sit down and i had no idea where these seats were i just bought the seats and i was like yeah it's behind home plate you know and there's a picture i don't think i've ever showed john this picture but you can see us on tv like you can see me and my buddy sitting there like my one friend sent me a video of me eating ice cream (laughs) I was like, bro, they got to feed that kid. That kid's starving. Me and him had like so much food that night. But then again, you spent money to go sit there. So it's all free. Why not use it? You know? Um, And yeah, so you sit down, you see your seats and they have a, he's not a butler. He's like your server, I guess you could say. And basically anytime you want any adult beverage, you just go up to him. He'll come down and be like, you want something? And you're like, yeah. Then we'll put your card on the tab and he'll bring it back. And like you think, oh, it's going to take like five minutes to go get a drink, you know. Unless you order like a beer and a can or something. Dude, no, that drink was out like in 30 seconds. There was a pitch and then someone else came walking down with your drink. It's kind of awesome. Um, Overall, it's a 10 out of 10 experience. You just have to go find a like Tuesday game at noon or something to go to this game. Because... Hmm. It's not the cheapest thing in the world. I'm not going to lie, but um, it is a very fun experience. If you have the opportunity to do it at least once in your lifetime, do it. It is definitely worth it. Um, It's awesome. You can see the players talk and chirp to the umpires and to each other. I was saw an ejection because someone was complaining about something. It was awesome. Oh, it's definitely a 10 out of 10 experience. Like I said, if you ever have the opportunity to do it, I definitely, definitely recommend it. I like it. Uh, now let me go to my home plate experience. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! One day, one day, we'll do it. We'll we'll do it. I promise. Uh, I I did do one years ago, and I was on TV like the whole game. But it was kind of funny. I was really, really young you, though. You sat behind home plate before? Yeah, like very front row or something like that. It's a it really was years cool. ago. You, okay, do you remember any of it? Yeah, to an extent. It's but... a cool experience. You can't lie. I don't know if it's the best experience I would choose to go to a baseball game. But for like everything you get with it, I think it's a really cool experience to witness. But we were like dead on TV the whole time. So Dude, I was, like, it's it's kind of scary. You're like sitting like, there. And you're, like, they're I don't want to be me. like, I don't want to look like I'm doing something wrong or anything. <laughs> but... they, handed out, they handed out hats and I like did the two hat thing. I put one on one back. Oh, God. Uh, okay. I love the story, though. I really do. But uh, real quick, because I want to get to the questions soon, I'm only going to briefly, just myself, talk about one of our bonus topics. Uh, WV Sports were very good uh, this past week. Uh, WVU beat TCU in a very close game, but a very fun game. And if you go back to the college football episode, I actually predicted TCU to win this game. And I was very surprised to see WVU play. They are four and one right now. Very good record. They're only lost being against Penn State, who's the sixth best team in the nation. So WVU football is kind of on a roll, and we'll probably talk more about it in uh, the college football episode, since I like mentioning WVU in that episode every time. But the other thing too, men's soccer has yet to lose a game for WVU. They just beat Georgia State uh, four to three. Very good soccer team right now for West Virginia. So. Shout out to both those two teams, but we're about 40 minutes down in this episode, so I want to dedicate 
the rest of this episode to answering all of the questions. Yeah, I feel like we should have a segment for this. Like, I don't know what we would call it. We have to think of a name. The us answering questions segment for now. <laughs> we'll come up with a better. We'll, we'll go with that. The we'll light, think of something. The light questions. The light questions. It's uh, <laughs> beyond the lights. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, I, I, I want I want to ask the first question, and I think this oh. is a good question. Oh, to me? Okay. Yeah. Do I have to go in order or no? Well, I'll bring up all the questions, but if you got one specifically for me, yeah, yeah, do it. All right, John, who would you put on your Pittsburgh sports Mount Rushmore? Yeah, that was a question from my dad. <laughs> yeah, Mister 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 Shout out to my dad. I, I said I would give shout outs to everybody who sent a question. So shout out to you, my dad. Uh, we had a whole episode dedicated to you back in June. So shout out to you. But the Mount Rushmore of Pittsburgh sports. I actually love that question. So, and he mentioned when asking me it, it was like, uh, because I'm in a different generation. But I'm not going to include any pirates, so I could include Cle- Clemente Whoa. if I wanted to. If I, if I wanted to. Okay. I just don't care about the base, the pirates. I don't. Okay. They the other sports. I've run series before you were. Okay. That's okay, cool. Don't That's cool. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I want to get to as many as possible. So I would say Mario Lemieux and Sidney Crosby. So two penguins right there. And two Steelers. I mean, I could say Bradshaw. Probably, and uh, there's so many. There's so many iconic Steelers. For it being more my generation, I'll have to say Big Ben because I want to keep it more recent for me. And yeah, I'd say Bradshaw too. So So, Bradshaw, Ben, Mario Lemieux, and Sidney Crosby. I would put Lemieux, Crosby, Harris. Franco Harris. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Franco Harris. And then I'm going to put Clemente. There's too many to name. Uh, actually, I'm going to take... We'll take... Uh, we're going to take Crosby out. And I am okay. going to put in Terry Pradshaw. I'm not saying that. I'm just trying to put more older players in it, you know? Um, okay. But Crosby is a great... He will be one of the greatest of all time. Probably, so. Yeah, I like it. Uh, next question we got. This is from good old Lance. Yes, and... Lance. Lance has been a special guest on multiple episodes now, and he might be on again this week. We'll figure out. He might be on college football again. So shout out to Lance as always. Uh, We always love having him on the show. But one question, non-sport related, and it's been forever since you and I have talked movies. And I remember the old movie episodes we did during the summer, during the July month. So... If you want to hear some movie reviews from Inside the Dome, go back to some of our older episodes. The last thing we did was Barbenheimer, so check that out. But what is your favorite movie of all time? That's a good question. I'll, I'll ask you first, Carlin. Uh, That's what is hard. your favorite movie? Oh, my. I'm um, going to give two answers, but you can go No, no, first. you got to give your two answers first because I okay. can't think of mine off the top of my head. So, I don't have a favorite movie of all time because I have so many. So I'm going to one say my favorite movie of this year. And that's probably Oppenheimer right now. Uh, Back to when we did the Oppenheimer episode back in July, I did say I gave it a 10 out of 10 and I still stand to that. So that's probably my favorite movie of the year. But I have so many like classic movies that I love going back to. Like if I had to pick an animated one, I'd probably pick up. That's a fantastic movie, and I grew up loving that movie. But another one, kind of a shout-out in a way. Uh, I don't have a favorite movie of all time, but I'll say this one because I recently just rewatched it, and I would give it a 10 out of 10 as well. Uh, it's called Whiplash, and it stars Miles Teller and uh, J.K. Simmons, and it's about like a drummer and his band instructor, and uh Simmons character pushes Teller's character to the absolute limit. It's a fantastic movie. You can watch on Hulu if you have it or buy it. But that's a fantastic movie. Uh one that I just recently rewatched. So what do you got, Carlin? <laughs> okay, favorite animated movie of all time, Scars. 
Okay. 100%. I'm not saying it's the best animated movie, but if we're saying my favorite, it's definitely Cars. 1,000%. I love Cars growing up. Uh, I love Cars 2. I think Cars 2 is such an underrated movie. It's not a fantastic movie by any means, but I, I think it's just an enjoyable movie, and Cars 3 is kind of forgettable. I can never remember what happened <laughs> to Cars 3. Favorite movie of all time? Um, you know, this is kind of bias. Uh, and the only reason why I'm saying that is because it's kind of Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's the only thing I can think of right now. I love Home Alone. It's all good. I love okay. Home Alone. But I think Home Alone's a movie that you can watch right now. Like, I could go That's turn true. on Home Alone and be like, okay. And Home Alone is a Christmas movie. It is. I'm not having this debate with anyone. Uh, like, we're not having what movie is a Christmas movie and not a Christmas movie. It's October. <laughs> Let's save that conversation for December. Please and thank you. But, John, what do you want to do after college? This is another question from Lance. Yeah, that is another one from Lance. Obviously, you can't answer this one because I want to be I, <laughs> I want to be a professional uh pickleball player. No, I'm not. I could be honestly. Yeah, you could be. Uh what do I want to do after college? That's a tough one right now because I don't fully know because right now I'm doing uh podcast stuff obviously with this and something I like doing. I'm doing radio stuff and I'm going to there's actually a question related to that. Um, I'll get to that after this. So I do radio stuff already. I have a sports media major. So obviously I'd like to do something in the sports world. I love talking sports. And if I'm like an on-air personality or if I'm in the radio or podcast or stuff like that, I think that'd be ideal. And just getting bigger and bigger. That would be ideal for me, just being an on-air presence, whether it's a commentator, whether it's uh, analyst, uh, podcaster, radio host, something like that. I think that'd be ideal. But just even if I'm behind the scenes, too, if that's where it takes me, just being behind the scenes. I've I've learned like how the camera works stuff. I shadowed an ESPN Plus game for uh, WVU and Georgia Southern. So I kind of see what the behind the scenes is also. So whether it's in front of the camera or behind the camera, that's kind of what I would want to do, ideally, in a perfect world. But another question, this is kind of thrown directly to me from good old Mama D, uh, my mom. And she asked me this one. What is the difference between working at a radio station versus hosting a podcast? Yeah, because I do work for U92 The Moose. That is for WVU, one of the biggest radio stations in the area. And I've been on it a decent amount at this point. Um, First off, the podcasts that we do here are pre-recorded. And this episode that we're doing right now is probably going to get edited at one point because there's a little lag issue. So you might notice it in the YouTube version. But... Yeah, podcasts are pre-recorded, so I can always edit stuff if we missay something. There's kind of that less pressure as well. Well, radio, for the most part of what I've been doing, is live. So it's a little bit more nerve-wracking, I would say, at least for me. And I don't have to host in the radio. Uh, shout out to the two tanners that host uh, the main things. But I don't have to host, so I don't have to worry about all that. Well, here I, Carlin and I split hosting duties, so... Yeah, uh, radio's live. It's kind of a bit more nerve-wracking, and sometimes I stutter a bit. But yeah, I do like I do enjoy both. But another question from my mom, uh, an NFL-related question. Uh, I wasn't expecting this, but what is the biggest surprise of the NFL season so far? I'll let you start, Carlin. What has been the biggest surprise? 100%. Without a doubt in mind, the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. This team is like nothing. T. Higgins is hurt right now. Joe Burrow got paid way too much money that he doesn't even know how to throw a football anymore sometimes. The Bengals got absolutely shut out against Tennessee. Their only win right now is on a Monday night game. Same thing with Steelers. They only won two primetime games, which is not looking good so far. But I would definitely say the Bengals... I think there's really no team right now in the NFL that's like doing spectacular that no one would ever thought they would do spectacular. Um, 
I guess the only team I would say would be the Cardinals. Because some people have the Cardinals getting no wins this year, and they beat probably one of the best teams in the NFC, being the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Will the Cowboys, uh, will Cardinals win more than one game? Who knows? But for as everyone said how bad the Arizona Cardinals would be this year and how bad I stuttered there, um, (laughs) yeah, the Cardinals, but yeah, 100% the Cincinnati Bungles because they bungle. Yeah, I'll say a positive one. I almost was going to say the Cardinals because I think I had them as the worst team in the league. I thought they were going to be atrocious, and every team that played them, it would be an easy win. But no win against the Cardinals has really been easy this season. Uh, You look back at the Giants game, I mean, the Giants had a storm back to win. The 49ers didn't put them down easily either, but I'm going to say the Texans because they just beat the Steelers, and we talked about that. But the Texans surprised me, because I thought they would be also be one of the worst teams. I thought Stroud was not going to be that great to start this season. I thought he had to go through pains. But Stroud is probably having one of the better rookie quarterback seasons that we've seen recently. Probably not since, like, Justin Herbert. And he's just been... Uh, what are you doing, Carlin? I don't right know. This, this belongs to my mini friend, and I put it like this. And then I'm I was calling like, you out because we're on YouTube now. Yeah, no, so. no one, I was like, no one's gonna see this, and I'm like, wait, we're on camera. People are see yeah, we're on camera now. But it's my uh, fidget toy. Yeah, Stroud's been great. I've really liked what I've seen from him. The defense has been surprisingly good, and they have head coach Demeca Ryan's. And I think that was a great hire. That's another case of hiring a good head coach. So I really like what the Texans have done. I don't see them as a playoff team. Yes, but they could compete in that division with the Jaguars, Titans, and uh, Colts. I would also say the Colts, too, but I'm going to say the Texans because the Texans actually beat the Jaguars, unlike the Colts. But next question. Uh, This is from Devin, who, like I said earlier, he and I did the NBA episode. So shout out to him as well and shout out to his podcast. Uh, He asked us, what do you think the Arizona Cardinals record would be if they had Kyler Murray the whole time? So I can go first because I was, we were just kind of talking about the Cardinals a bit. Um, What do I think their record would be right now? Cause they were in close. I think they would beat the giants. I would say that they beat the Cowboys with Dobbs. I would see them beating the Cowboys. I would see them still losing to the 49ers. Uh, who they play week one? They played. You know who they played week one? I don't have it up at the moment. Uh, I don't I know. I'm going. I'm gonna look that up right I now. I really don't know the answer to that. It's a good thing I'm on the fantasy app right now, so I can figure that out. But the Cardinals with Kyler Murray. I mean, Kyler Murray hopefully will be back in the second half of the season. I would hope. Okay, they played Washington. Week one, and I think that game is kind of close too. So I think they could beat Washington, maybe. They could easily be a three and one team with Kyler Murray. When you really look at it, if they beat the Giants and they beat Washington, beat the Dallas Cowboys, which they already did with Dobbs, lose to San Francisco, they could have been three and one right now when you really look at it. And with Kyler Murray, I wouldn't call them a playoff team, but. Maybe a 500 record, I would say. But what about you? I say they'd be the same record. The only reason why is because of how not good that offense is. That's really yeah. it. There's no stars studded wide receivers. The only deep. You uh, disrespecting Marquise Brown? Yes. Wow. Yes. He's I'm not balling. Saying... <laughs> Actually, he's not been like balling but he will 17 not, fantasy points he's not in his ravens days let's put it that way uh, we'll see we'll see so you say you, one and three i say one and three just because i don't think kyler would carry this team more than one win right now wow. i think the defense has helped them out a lot more um so okay. yeah one and okay. three um next question this is from fellow og member jordan schiller Shout out to him. We love having him on weekly. Hopefully we'll get him on this week too. But this is a funny question. And you actually, this will be quick because you kind of talked about the team already. But I'll say my thoughts first. Yeah, you just Why? say your thoughts. Yeah, I'll say my thoughts. Um, 
why does Joe Burrow suck so bad? Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry not what? to be interrupting you, but Drew Locke's in quarterback for the Seahawks right now. Drew Locke is? Yes. Oh, wait. That is Drew Locke. What's going on with Gina Smith? Gina was moving. I think he might be okay. Keep me updated. Uh, I'll he was keep moving. You updated. Uh, okay. Why does Joe Burrow suck so bad? First off, his calf injury is, I think, hurting him. He can't scramble. They're doing a lot of shotgun. So I think that is hurting his performance right now. Which, honestly, I feel like they could have just put him on IR the first four weeks, in my opinion, and had him just heal up completely. Because, I mean, I bet they would have been 1-3 anyway if he was on IR, maybe 0-4. So th- I don't think it would have even mattered. But I do think the calf injury is hurting him. I think it's just hurting how he plays right now. But, yeah, I mean, at first, earlier, when we were talking NFL, back in, like, week two, we were like, oh, the Bengals will recover. They'll recover. It's the Bengals. But honestly, right now, with the way this team is playing, I don't know if they're going to recover that easily. I mean, right now, I don't even view them as a top 10 team, even a top 15 team right now. I really don't. Right now, I mean, at first it was like, okay, they could rebound. They did it last season. But right now, I don't even know if they're going to be a playoff team. I really don't. So Joe Burrow's got to figure out his stuff. I'm not going to lie. But I do think the calf injury is a big reason why. But next question. I'll let you start with it. Uh, this is from my sister. Uh, shout out to Emily. Dodera. Hey, she, she was the first ever guest speaker for the podcast back in the bonus episode she and I did. Uh, fun fact. First time. Yeah. Fun fact. I knew Emily before John. What? I did. You knew my sister before me? When did I meet you? Oh, before you met me. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I probably uh, heard I... of you before. But I think yeah, I've met her maybe. before you. I, I thought you were saying you you knew her before I knew her. And I was like, what? <laughs> You're older than okay. me, Bucko. Yeah, no, I've met okay. uh I've I met Emily before I met John. Shout out to a theater. Okay. Uh but anyways, continue. Well, okay, so her question was uh who do you think has the best shot at winning the Super Bowl last year? And one thing I before you say your answer, Carlin and I did our Super Bowl predictions. We did our playoff predictions. But then again, that was probably a month ago. So maybe your view has changed. But I will say, Carlin and I both had the Bills winning the Super Bowl. No. Was it the Bills? Or wait, no. Eagles. It was the Eagles. Okay. We had okay. We had the Bills making the Super Bowl. We had the Bills making we had the, the Eagles, Super Bowl. Yeah, yes. we had the Eagles had the winning. winning. Okay. Yes. So we had the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Carlin, has your opinion changed since then? I don't know. It's going to depend on who gets that one. It's either the Eagles or the Niners. It truly is the Eagles or the Niners. I don't see any team in the AFC winning it unless if Mahomes can somehow carry his team, but his coordinator is not looking, making him look that good right now. He's definitely missing his coordinator from last year. Matt Nagy's not showing up right well. But I'm saying Eagles or Niners. Um, my heart still says Eagles, but the Niners look like a better team right now. And Brock Party has yet. He has yet. To lose a regular season game. Yeah. I like it. So you're saying... Who are you saying? For your answer? I'll take Niners? the Eagles. Are the Eagles still? Okay. Eagles still. Oh, man. I want to pick the Eagles still, but their offense is scaring me. Their coordinating is scaring me right now. I don't know. I would either say the Bills, because ever since that bad game against the Jets, but then again, Patrick Mahomes just had a bad game against the Jets, so maybe it's just the Jets. But... I would say either the Bills or the Niners, just with how the season is going right now. Honestly, I can't really pick. Because I feel like the Niners are going to blow it like they always do in the playoffs. So I want to pick the Niners, but I'm not. So I guess I'd have to say the Bills at the moment. The Eagles are scaring me right now. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I agree, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to go through. Uh, we'll do that last question last, but I'll do this next one real quick. Another question from my sister. Uh do you plan on seeing the new Exorcist movie? Uh, yeah, I've heard of that movie. I didn't think it was like as scary looking at the trailers. My dad was telling me like, oh, did you see the trailer for this movie? It looks so scary. And like, it looks so terrifying. But my opinion, when like spirits talk and like demons talk in horror movies, I don't find it frightening at all. I find it kind of goofy. So 
I kind of don't find it that scary, but I bet there'll be jump scares and stuff. Do I plan on seeing it? I don't know. I haven't seen a movie in a while. Last movie I saw was Blue Beetle, but I am coming home this weekend, so maybe. Yeah. Maybe we'll see a movie. Uh, Carlin, do you plan on seeing no, a movie? I hate horror no. movies. Really? Um, this is a quick little fun story. I hate horror things, 1,000%. Senior year, I was dragged to a haunted house. Bruh. <laughs> you know what I did the whole time? Well, I laughed. No, oh. I laughed. Dude, we walked out a hallway. There'd be like a little like creepy girl standing there. And I'd be all like, what's up, yo? That me up. And like, it sounds so cringy, but I did it to them. And then like, we would start walking down the hallway. It's like, they're going to follow us. And I turned around. I was like, sup, bro? I, I know you're coming. Like, I'm not surprised. And we went into like this one black plague room. And like, they had the masks on and stuff. And uh, it was me and my friend and then these two girls. And one of them slipped off between us. And my friend's like, <gasps> and I covered his mouth. I was like, shut up. And then when I stood there and they got scared, it was so funny. But other than that, I hate horror movies. I'm so easily scared. I will not be seeing this movie whatsoever. I will say, I will say one thing. Uh, the best time to see horror movies is when you're in a theater with like, just you and whoever you're no. with. And like, no. there's nobody else. And no. actually, let me say, let me rephrase that. It's either when it's just you and your buddies or when it's packed completely. Because when it's you and your buddies only, like we, me and my parents, we saw Barbarian. It's a horror movie. Very good one. And I was like, why are you going through the door? I was like almost screaming at that point. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you going down the hallway? Like I was saying it so loud. And then... So you can actually like say your thoughts pretty loudly, but then when it's packed, we saw a Scream Six in a packed theater, and it's so funny seeing uh, people's reactions. It, um, it's almost just hilarious. Would you consider the new Five Nights at Freddy's movie horror? Uh, uh, or do you think it's going to have like an horror aspect to it? Kind of like Doctor Strange. Uh, it won't be like Doctor Strange, but I think it'd be like in the middle. I, will... I think the. I'll There'll be some jump scares. I will what? too. There'll be jump scares. There's no point in going to the theater. Well, you're uh, saying the Five Nights at Freddy's game has jump scares all over it, so I feel like there's got to be some good jump scares. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but then so, again, yeah, true. We'll see. But uh, moving on to the final question: Why? Because I want to know, John. You're not even gonna get a good answer. Oh, I'm getting an answer though. Actually, you know what? You know what? I'm going to go first. So, oh, oh my God. I'm going to go first because I can give a good answer. That's 1,000% sure. We surpassed an hour so it's, quickly. Yeah, it's Taylor Swift week, and it's going to be Taylor Swift week for whoever knows how long. But I thought it'd be funny to ask, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Mine is all too well 10-minute version. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I'd never heard of that. Okay, so basically, uh, do you remember the album Red? The one with like 22? Do you remember when no. 22 oh, came out? Okay, I know what? that song. Okay, so that know. album, when that album came out, there's a song called All Too Well, and she said she wrote like a 10 minute version of it, but never released it. And so when she re released her music, she put the 10 minute version out. And yeah, that's what it's from. So, John. <laughs> Back to you. Okay, my favorite song. My favorite song is going to be the song that she writes when she breaks up with Travis Kelsey. Okay, okay, but no. In all honesty, okay. what is your favorite Taylor okay. Swift song? Well, I don't. I don't like many. Uh, I mean, just like know. shake it off. And that's honestly the first one that came to my head. I'm not gonna lie. Right, or somebody was playing "Cruel Summer" the one day. Uh, that, that was back on the radio. Uh you the like one "Cruel where... Summer." I didn't say I liked it. I just said it was on the radio. Um, the one I saw a clip. I mean, I like beat drops. So the one where she goes like, "Are you ready for it?" And there's like a big beat drop. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. So I guess I'll pick that. Ready for it? Okay. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to throw that in there because why not? But I think that wraps it up for this first episode of Under the Lights. Yes, it does. Yeah. Uh. Thank you all for listening to this episode. And watching. And watching. And watching. And watching, too. 
So thank you all. If you were on, if you're listening on the podcast platforms, thank you for listening. If you were watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. Hopefully you got to see our beautiful faces at work. But thank you all for watching and listening. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, the rest of this week, uh, this week in the NFL, week four edition, I believe it is now. Five. Will, is it five right yeah. now? Teams are turning uh, two right now. No, no. We we go it off of the previous week, so it'd be week. We go off the previous week? Yeah, because we're no. recapping the previous. So, yeah, it's week four edition. Correct. So. That's going to drop Wednesday as normal, and that should be on YouTube as well. And College Football Week 6 preview will drop on Thursday instead of Friday. So that's going to be the rest of the week for us. And both those episodes should drop on YouTube, ideally. Hopefully we, yes, get, an extra, hopefully we get an extra speaker or two in those episodes. So. Definitely stay tuned for all that. Uh, make sure to also keep submitting us questions because this is a weekly series. So we're going to need new questions every week or we're just going to have to find more sports topics to talk about the whole time. So if you already sent a question, send another one. Send two more for next week. If you have yet to send a question, send them to us. Uh, you can send them to us either directly like if you have my number snapchat or carlin's number snapchat send them to us directly or if you want to go to our social medias or the inside the dome social medias you can send them that way or just us directly that'd probably be easier but send more questions because like i said weekly thing so keep sending questions but i can't wait to do this again next week but make sure to follow us on instagram on twitter slash x TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. Make sure hey. to follow some, all of those. Get to add that now to the collection. But you can find all of those links and all of our podcast platforms in the link in bio. If you're an Apple Podcast or Overcast, go to the podcast website. Click the link in bio there. But other than that, Carlin, great first episode of Under the Lights, and I can't wait for many more. But with Carlin Jacob, I'm John Dadera. Have a great day, everyone. And see you next time on Inside the Dome.